Yeah. Life. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't wanna leave. Rest in peace, little kid. Fuck a pigeonhole, I'm a night out, it's a different mode. I'ma have to make a paint of six on a pinky toe. Heard you with a shooting guard, just let a nigga know. I would have your court side, not the middle road. Imagine if I actually got the rights to use that song on this podcast. Oh my god. What a fucking deal that would be. Welcome to another episode of As It Is. I'm your host, Adam, and this is As It Is. So, I want to talk today about healing. I want to talk today about how we all heal after something happens. You know, it doesn't need to be super traumatic. It could be, but it doesn't need to be. I've experienced a few times in my life where... I've had to kind of rebuild, put the pieces back together. And for me, I've noticed that each time that I do that, there's a certain process that begins to unfold. Um, It's much like the grief process, you know, whoever came up with that, there was some lady, right? But uh, it is kind of like grieving, you know, when you lose something or when something very uh, life sort of altering happens to you or just when you maybe have a major epiphany about something in your life that makes you look at everything very differently one of the things that starts to happen is you begin to look at the things that you used to take for granted in a totally different light right things become a little bit shinier a little bit cleaner you start to look at that busted old laptop that you use for your dumbass podcast and you start to really appreciate that busted old laptop. You're like, you know what? I didn't see it before, but this laptop actually has a really fucking sleek, awesome design. Appreciation is usually the first step, right, to healing. Appreciation and gratitude. What does gratitude mean? They talk a lot about that in sobriety, or at least in recovery processes, you know, when you're in a process of trying to get clean usually they will talk to you about how being gracious and grateful are quintessential assets to being able to move forward in any kind of cleaning up act that you're doing in your life because we're not all given the same chips some of us have more than others Some of us have all the chips in the world, and some of us can't seem to get one chip. But the process is still the same. Even that person that has that one chip, that thing that is barely anything, but it's something, that something will start to give you a feeling of happiness. You suddenly see its place. You suddenly understand what it is and what it means to you. And when you focus in on that idea and you don't just let it pass by like all those other things that you think of during a day, something can start to grow inside of you. You want to begin to covet that thing or those things. Maybe you've got an okay house with a nice lawn. Maybe you've got a car that just won't break down. It's got 200,000 miles on it. Maybe you've got a family support that is just better than any psychiatrist or doctor could ever give you. Maybe you've got a loved person in your life that has just always been there and just won't seem to give up on you. When you focus in on what that thing is 
and you just start to pay more attention to it. You start to covet it. You want it. You want to keep it. You want to keep it clean. You want to keep it happy. You want to keep it. And that is gratitude. When no matter how small or how large that thing in your life begins to seem, you treat it with the amount of respect and love that you would treat the most precious thing in the world to you. And you realize what the most precious thing in the world is. It's just that relationship with those other things that you have in your life. That relationship of gratitude is the most precious thing that anybody can have. I know that a lot of you and a lot of me feel somewhat frustrated at times with the things in our lives. We can always look at something and say, man, I bet it would be better if it were like this. Or I bet I could find something more compatible if I just looked over here. They call it grass is greener on the other side. But we know that that's really just a delusion, right? That there really is no grass on the other side because it's not yours. So what the fuck doesn't matter what it is or how green it is. It doesn't belong to you. Who the fuck cares? That is also gratitude. Knowing that it doesn't matter what that other thing might be or how well it might fit into what you think your life is. The things you've got right now in front of you are exactly where they need to be. You've got to be able to feel that way if you're looking to heal. If you're looking to get something straightened out in your life. We're going to move on to the next segment, babe. Step two, forgiveness. How do we forgive? Part of the reason why it's so hard to see forgiveness when someone has wronged you or when something bad has happened, because remember, you got to forgive a bad situation just as much as you have to forgive somebody bad who did something or someone good who did something bad. All of this ties into forgiveness, whether it's a situation, a person, place, or thing. Forgiveness is a part of healing. It's a part of moving on. Anybody got someone in your life that you just aren't having it anymore? You just don't give a fuck. It's done. You don't care. You just don't want to forgive. You want to keep that hate right there in the middle of your forehead, just pressing down on your brain and your frontal cortex. You want to keep that hate right front and center. I know. Happens to me too. But what are we doing when we're doing that? How are we helping ourselves? I'll tell you one thing we're doing. We are giving away a huge chunk of our mental energy to something, place, or person that probably isn't thinking about you. And see, that's the truth about forgiveness is that it's got to do with setting yourself free. It's got very little to do with actually, what's the word? feeling okay or feeling at peace with something that may have happened to you. See, the more we hold on to the things that piss us off, the more the things that piss us off hold on to us. They keep us tight. Put a little dog collar around you, walk you around for a second. Maybe take you around the block, feed you out a little dog bowl, lap it up, 
lap all that hate up because that's what you're doing. You're being walked around by something that does not care about you and probably will lead you to do more negative things to yourself or others as a result of the negative feelings that you yourself are imprisoned by. It all feeds. It all feeds itself. Crazy thing about hate is that it's self-sustaining. It doesn't need anything like reason, like cause or probability or understanding. It doesn't need any of the things that we consider to be logical in order for it to stay very healthy. See, hate can live in your heart without any other sustenance. And do you know how it does that? It burns you. See, you're the fuel source. Your very being, your core, the thing that you call you when you say you to others, that is the fire that fuels hate when you let it live in your heart. So you have to ask yourself, what part of this do you need to look into and understand in order for yourself to be able to release that valve, to take that dog collar off, walk on two legs again, and get away from that hate. See, because in any forgiveness process, you have to first understand what it is that you're forgiving. It may not be that person, place, or thing, that situation or event. It may be how you reacted to it. A lot of times, actually most times, more than most, we're really just mad at ourselves for not being able to have stopped that thing, place, or person from victimizing us or making us feel less than we are. What we have to do here and now is release ourselves. There's a process to this, and it may take many days, it may take many hours, or it may take many years. But there's a process to everything. And within forgiveness, there is freedom. I can tell you that myself. I know now that the mistakes I've made in the past have caused great harm to others. And when I look into myself and think about the kinds of people in my life that have genuinely forgiven me, I see that they've moved beyond this event or this thing that I did, and they're now able to see me as a fully formed person, not just a stressor or a caricature of what they think I am. But truly, when you forgive, you see the full human being for what it is and all of its magnificence and all of its disgusting rottenness and all of it. You are able to understand that condition that makes us imperfect beings. Make yourself aware. Get to that point. Be able to see the things for what they really are and begin to understand them for how they affect you. That is the process to forgiveness. It's a learning process. It's a process of education self-education and there's no books to read there's no tapes to listen to there's just you and your thoughts which might be the best book ever written right no it isn't you're not that interesting just kidding 
next segment. See, what part of us is really the empathetic part, the empath, the part that feels for others? Can you identify it? Can you tell me who or what part of you is really there for others and can understand them as you understand yourself? Or maybe you don't understand yourself and maybe that's a part of your fucking problem. I know it was mine. I do think that when we're trying to be empathetic, sometimes we can miss the point. We can miss what we're really trying to do when we're trying to feel for someone else. You know that saying, I feel you, man, I feel you, I feel you. That saying, I understand you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I understand and care. That's the part that makes it empathy. Care. Could you really do something bad to someone if you cared about how they felt? See, sometimes we're so wrapped up in our own bullshit that we forget that others are actually just us, but other people. They have the same feelings, the same thought processes, same anxieties, worries, it's all the same. But sometimes we can forget that and we can be so caught up, so caught up in this turbine of trying to make ourselves feel comfortable while simultaneously trying to win, quote unquote, at whatever game, quote unquote, we're playing. Power it off. I told you guys that you would never hear that power off thing again, and it happened again. So now I can officially end this podcast. Well, it was great to know. Um, getting back to what I was saying. <sighs> there have been times where I specifically have been so obsessed with self-protection that I've forgotten the golden rule of being empathetic which is what I just stressed earlier, being a caring partner, friend, brother, son, whatever it is. And to care means to take up someone else's feelings as your own, to truly respect the fact that they are just like you in the sense that their feelings are just as real and valid. See, there's almost nothing more hurtful than invalidating someone's feelings to make them feel like you genuinely are not in a place of giving any fucks about how they feel about a situation. It is to deny their humanity. It is to deny their importance as a living being on this planet. It might be the most perfectly solidified way of insulting someone to not care to invalidate and we have to get back beyond that if we're gonna heal we have to understand that while self-protection is important and while it does matter to not you know allow yourself to be consumed by someone else that the boundaries cannot be set to create walls which cannot be breached by empathy Empathy must be able to move fluidly between every different groove in your body. 
It should be able to make you understand what someone is saying in or just expressing. They don't even need to really say it, right? Part of empathy is to understand body language, is to understand eye language, is to understand just the vibe, right? We all love that word in 2022, the vibe that someone's giving off. And to ignore that is not healing. You have to be able to allow yourself to bring the walls down just enough that empathy can flow through you. Because when you begin to care is when you begin to become one with your other men and your other women and your other every other kind of thing that surrounds you. It makes you whole to feel. That is one of the most important parts of healing. I would say beyond anything else that I just discussed, this point is the most important. If you're ever going to become a fully actualized human being, you have to be able to respect the other people that are around you and understand that they too are trying to become an actualized human being. And that whatever mistakes or just plain old offenses that they might make towards you, knowingly or unknowingly, should be regarded in the same way as if you were to have done that action to someone else. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, shit. Did they really feel that way because I said that thing? That's the first part. Acknowledgement. The second part, to care, is to apologize. Is to speak it into truth. Sometimes the best thing you can do for someone is to just simply tell them, I'm sorry. Or to just simply say, I accept your apology. Because by that, you are now validating the reality that they, like you, are imperfect and are just simply trying to understand how to lower those walls to better understand others. That's all we're doing here. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this short one. I've been doing real short ones recently. I think that they're a little bit more consumable. People can listen to it while they walk their dogs or, you know, whatever the fuck it is you guys do. Write in. Tell me what you guys do when you listen to this podcast, um, no matter how upsetting it is. If you're chopping up bodies in a warehouse somewhere, don't tell me that. But if you're, you know, doing something interesting or creative, keep me in the loop. Anyways, this has been another episode of As It Is, and I'm Adam, and have a good night, day, whatever spatial part of this plane you're living on, whatever part of the ice ball you exist on, let me know.